So, Avengers Endgame talk on hold, guys. We are going to bring on our special guest of the evening. You can check her out in the film Dragged Across Concrete. That does not sound very comfortable, by the way. It uh, comes out <laughs> March 22nd, guys. Actress extraordinaire. We have Justine Warrington on the line. What's up, Justine? Hello, what's up, what's up? Thanks for having me on your show. <laughs> thanks for thanks for being here, yes. Um, yeah. You're on the line with Al Soto. We have Mike the General Zod and Miss Tiffany Marie Ford talking to you. Al, Mike, and Tiffany. Hello, hello. Hello. <laughs> so, yes, I we saw the trailer, Dragged Across Concrete. Again, uh-huh. it doesn't sound comfortable uh, to be dragged across, <laughs> but... Although, I'll, I'll bet there's a, there's a subset of people who would pay a lot for that. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> the, the trailer looks great. You have an A-list cast with Vince yeah, Vaughn, Mel Gibson, Jennifer Carpenter, and yourself. Um, the, the, the Tori sound, Kittles. Tori Kittles. Yes, let's Michael not forget Scott Tori. White. Absolutely, Thomas we can't forget. Freshman. Keep going with the list. Come on. Yes, yes, of list. course, of course. <laughs> She's like, hey, equal Fred rights here. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jai White, Laurie Holden, yeah. Fred Melamed, and Don Johnson. That's and right. And Kier. Yes. And Thomas Kretschmann. I mean, I can't even. Yeah, and anybody <laughs> I miss, please throw it out. But uh, I think yeah. it's Who's a very... not in this movie? <laughs> I think it's yeah, seriously. I think it's got a, a a cool premise, which again is very relevant today, um, mm. with you know some of the injustices with the police force, um, yeah. alleg- allegedly, of course, um, where Mel <laughs> Gibson and Vince Vaughn play these uh, police partners uh, who do. were suspended for assaulting a suspect on video. So, would you That's certainly right. agree that it's a relevant movie? Oh, I certainly would. I love that it got that it's such a conversation starter. You know, yeah. Bring it. Bring on the uh, debates. <laughs> <laughs> and do you think it's controversial? It really no, would you say it's controversial at all? I sure would. I would say it's very morally challenging. I would say it's emotionally challenging. It was cer- wow. certainly challenging for me as an actor to work on it, but I loved every minute of it. I will say. Okay. Uh, and I'm happy it's sparking a conversation because if nothing else, that's what storytelling should do, no? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, you play a Cheryl, a bank employee who's taken hostage. I do. Yes, I guess hopefully that's not a spoiler. Um, and you're forced to perform violent acts. My goodness, I guess we'll have to find out exactly what violent acts uh, this entails. Um, but if you could, uh, did you work closely with Mel and Vince in that scene? I did. We have a very fun scene together. Fun. I call it fun. (laughs) (laughs) I like her. She uses the word fun like I do. It's (laughs) brutal. It's brutal. But yeah, I did get to work with them and it was such an honor. And I, oh my God. I mean, wow. I was like, oh, hi, it's me and these legends. Hi. How you doing? Hi. We're just going to shoot this scene now. Thank you. (laughs) It was marvelous. Zoller is a really incredible writer and storyteller. And it was just an honor to work with them. And I'm really proud of the film. I'm really, really proud of it. Wow. Uh, to tell you about Cheryl, what can I tell you about Cheryl? Yeah, she gets caught between the criminals and the detectives, who are Mel and Vince. And, uh, yeah, you know, she just goes along on a ride that I can't tell you about because there's so many good surprises. Oh, yeah, we yeah we don't want to get sp- too spoiled. Spoiler. No. But, again, you let's go back to working with these legends, Mel Gibson and Vince Vaughn. Um, did you yeah. have any... Nervousness working with such you know two huge names in the industry. I sure did. Yeah. I sure did have 
nerves about this. However, luckily, <laughs> luckily, three weeks prior or two weeks prior, I just worked with another legend by the name of Johnny Depp. And, oh, uh, oh and says goodbye. Wait a minute. I we're, had kind of an epic summer. Yeah, I was going to get into that. Lie. I was going to get into that film a little bit later, but yes, I think that's amazing. <laughs> you know, but honestly, like working with Johnny first and then working with Mel and Vince, like Johnny kind of prepped me for this because I was like, I've worked with some other, you know, wonderful stars and, and people of cinema, yeah. but these are kind of next level. Do you know what I mean? So I was like, what? So it was, uh, <laughs> yeah. What was your question? What was it like? Or what was it? Well, Mel, Mel's got kind of a reputation for... <laughs> he sure does. <laughs> I don't know. As an amazing cinema artist. There okay, you go. there we go. Composed, <laughs> professional. I like her. Okay. <laughs> composed, composed. Composed you know and what? poised. I like, yeah, exactly. You, you saw Mel. You saw Thank Mel's you. good side. Thank and, you, and, Tiffany. Yes. You're <laughs> <laughs> right on. This is so cool. Um, so um, now, is this film going to have a major theatrical release or a limited theater release? Oh, you know, that's a good question. That's a question for Lionsgate, who's doing the releasing. Okay. I know it comes out in America uh, tomorrow night, actually. It'll be at the Arclight in Hollywood, if y'all are around. Oh, I won't heck be there, yeah. but Vince Vaughn, Vince Vaughn and Tori Kittles will be there. I heard it's almost Wait a minute. sold out, but you can... The premiere's tomorrow, and I'll be in L.A.? No, no. Uh, it's... it's um, uh, what do you call it? Collider is doing a special screening at the Arclight in Hollywood. And what? Vince will be there, and Tori will be there. What time and is the screening tomorrow? Oh, golly, I wish I knew. I, uh, let's just Google it. Quickly Google it. Okay. We'll figure it out. Uh, he will be in L.A. I want to say I will be in Los Angeles. Angeles. That's why. Yeah, the rest of us are on the other side of the country. But so. I will be in L.A. Well, gotcha. so. well, but it comes out all... If you check out Cinestate, so Cinestate is the company out of Dallas, Texas, who is... Okay. Who's produced all three of Dollar's films, Bone Tomahawk and Sal, uh, Brawl and Cell Block 99, also starring Vince Vaughn. Um, so Cinestate has a great uh, Instagram page and Facebook page, and they're posting all the info. And they've got they've just released like they've been tweeting the all the cinemas that it's playing in across America, and it'll be on VOD as well. So those video on demand friends. Video on uh, demand. I can't. I, uh, honestly, like crime thriller is not a um, a genre that I seek out as an audience member myself. I, I tend to just yeah. love kind of comedies and dark comedies and, and stuff, but I have to say right. I've become an uber fan of Dollar through this process. <laughs> he course. makes really interesting, really challenging, beautiful cinema. And, and the cinematographer, uh, Benji Bakshi, who's the cinematographer for all three films as well, it's just, it's a beautiful, it's an art film as well, on top of it being wow. a really kind of badass, difficult, wonderful story. Well, they call Craig um, Zoller the current king of outlaw cinema. I love that so much. Yeah. <laughs> So I, think I think that's, that's such a beautiful review, and uh, yeah, bring it, yo. Bring it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> awesome. Did you get to work uh, at all with Jennifer Carpenter or any of the other cast? I did. Jennifer plays my fellow bank mate, and so does Fred Melamed, and that was a wonderful day uh, shooting. I, I got to uh, yeah work with, with them directly, and Thomas Kretschmann as well. Uh, mm -hmm. Jennifer's wonderful, obviously, like an amazing human being, an amazing actor, and Fred Melamed. Uh, it's just he was really supportive and wonderful to work with, and I'm very grateful to him because it, I have to admit it was intimidating. You know, I'm like, hi, you know, I'm an indie <laughs> actor here in Canada, and I've done some cool stuff, but this was next level. Absolutely, it, it really is. This this is uh, this is the next step, uh, Justine. You're, yeah, you're, you're doing it. You're doing it. 
Yeah. Thank you. I I'm doing it. something. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. You got to thank your agent. That That's killer. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> what about Laurie Holden? See, I was a big Walking Dead fan. Did you get to meet her on set? Oh, I know, right? Walking Dead's amazing. I didn't get to work with her, but she does beautiful work in the film. And so does the woman who plays her daughter. Uh, right. Yeah, all, even, honestly, like I, I was really, I was really taken by all of their work, and obviously, I mean, obviously, but you know, I was, I was happy to be so in such great company and be so delighted by the performances. At the end of the day, we premiered in uh, Venice, Italy, in the Venice International yes, Film Festival, as you that. may know, and that was just a beautiful experience. Yes, BFI London Film Festival. Yeah, uh, Venice. Yeah, BFI. Yes, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, that's great. Um. Justine, can I ask you a few questions? Of course. <laughs> I'm just going to dip Hi. in here because I love Al and I love listening to him, but I'm just like, I didn't want to interrupt and like, no, go, go your for voice it, is just so Get beautiful. Get the ladies floor. I'm Come on. <laughs> <laughs> your voice is just so sassy and beautiful. Aww. And before Aww. I ask the question I really wanted to ask, um, were you, I mean, I, I think there was some mentioning you were, t- were you, with your, your voice being so sassy, all I could imagine, especially with Mel Gibson and thinking about lethal weapon in my head, and then Vince Vaughn is, were you tied up at all? <laughs> well, is it a spoiler? Spoilers. <laughs> was I tied up at all? <laughs> and did you like it? No, I'm joking. <laughs> was I not tied up? I, I. I, I hear that there's some, you know, an undertone to that, and I'm just going to leave that there. Um, no, but I had another personal question for you, actually. Sure. Um, aside from uh, wondering how much effort it took to you to get, or it took for you to get into this role, and the, just the heat and pressure mm. that might have come with working with those two actors, um, I think yeah. that, that takes a lot of work ethic and and construction and and again composure <laughs> um, to you. work with. So I think I, I commend you for that. Um, I have to ask, aside from all of those, a personal question. I hear you enjoy karaoke. Is that true? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> she knows what to Why, I do. <laughs> Can I hear you sing? Oh, you're putting her on the spot. Something what? small? <laughs> like, maybe a, even just a, a common karaoke popular song that you'd hear if you go to a karaoke bar kind of thing. Can, well, can I? Your go-to is what? Santeria, isn't it? There it is. Oh, dear God. I knew I shouldn't have put that in the notes. <laughs> <laughs> I myself love karaoke. Well, so. you play guitar and you and you're a songwriter. I'm reading here, so I this, do. I this play make... guitar and I sing, and music is a big part of mm-hmm. my life and my process in acting as well. She's a big right. artist. And to answer your earlier question, I'm not avoiding the karaoke, but I, to answer your earlier question about the um, how did I prep for this role, death metal was a part of it. I'll, I'll oh wow, you I know. love what? you. <laughs> really, you are such a unique character so far. We we have had. Quite a few interviews on this show, but you, I already just by talking to you this much, you are a unique person. I, I like Thank the layers you. that you have. <laughs> I really do. Thank you. I, I'm all banker on screen, and you know, I really, um, Head I don't know. I've, I've, I've enjoyed my artist in this in this world so far, and uh, you know, I don't practice Santeria. I ain't got no crystal ball. Woo! Well, I had a million dollars, but I what? I, I spent it all. all. That's all I got. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's Woo! All I got. 
fantastic. We could go all night and That's sing. That's not going to be embarrassing at all. Thank no, you. No, that was fantastic. Right Thank you. I don't mind. A lot of this work we do is very embarrassing, and it's kind of, you know, kind of, you know, at least it makes it interesting. I think right. as an actor, you have to be willing to laugh at yourself. That's the key. Yep. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk about your work on The Professor, uh, your character yes, with please. Sarah. Um, you work, again, another A-list group of actors, mm. Johnny Depp, uh, Zoe Dutch, Ron Livingston. Rosemary DeWitt. Um, Rosemary DeWitt. Right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, tell us about... Wow. Yeah, that's an, a, quite an assembly, and I, I, based on the cast and yourself, I do need to see this film. It did come out last year. But tell us a little bit about the film and your character. Oh, well, it hasn't come out. It, it, we premiered in... The world premiere was in Zurich the Zurich Film Festival in October, but it oh, hasn't come out. Okay. The release is still to be announced in 2019. Oh, wow. So don't you worry. You okay, haven't good. missed it. I did not miss it's it. It's one great. of the most beautiful roles I've seen Johnny play, and yes, I've seen all his films because he has been my favorite actor since I was a teenager. Oh. And so that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is it? Uh, yeah, so Wayne Roberts, wonderful writer. He wrote and directed this film. His first film is called Katie Says Goodbye. So the working title of this film, The Professor, was Richard Says Goodbye originally. So all the, you'll see all the hashtags, social media yes, and whatnot for that. that's what I'm seeing So they changed right. the title, which is a great title because he plays The Professor. And damn, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Wayne Roberts is his second feature film. What a talent. It's one of the most funny. It's very darkly comedic, and it's one of the funniest scripts I've read in quite a long time. Um, imagine my luck and surprise when I got the email that I finally got to audition for a role to play opposite my favorite actor in all of time. So that was amazing. Uh, And then I got the role and I was like, oh shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm jealous. You lost it, didn't you? You lost it. (laughs) Hard to contain yourself. I'm in the film. I have a couple of moments in the film, but I did get to work with Johnny and he was amazing. The most fun I've ever had. The most fun you've ever had. I mean, wow. how fun. was it to work with him without him being transformed into a character of a character on screen? Right. If that because he was playing kind of a regular sense. guy, exactly. Because yeah. even like, I mean, yeah, and he's not a regular guy in real life. Let's be honest. He's this very interesting artist. <laughs> Intriguing. Um, Luckily, all his tattoos were covered and painted over. Otherwise, I might have died. <laughs> <laughs> I get what she means, and she means gone to heaven. Right? Oh, my. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> but you know what? I'm sure he enjoyed this role because he leaves no sin unsinned. Uh-huh. He drinks, smokes, dives headlong into sexual escapades. Hello. Oh, and yeah. doesn't let anyone get in his way. Sounds like, uh, you know, just a typical weekend. It sounds like Carpe Diem, baby, you know? YOLO as the young kids say oh. these days. <laughs> I'm ever grateful to Wayne Roberts for casting me in this role, and I'm ever grateful to Johnny for the beautiful experience because it was, you know, they say you shouldn't meet your you shouldn't meet your heroes or whatever because you might be so disappointed, but yeah. it could have been a more beautiful, uplifting, hilarious, fun experience. Like, wow. wow. Have you mm-hmm. met anyone and been disappointed? Oh, well, we're not going to talk about it in the air, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Hollywood man. <laughs> can, you, can you share uh, one one instance? I like the answer no. she said. Of no. Of course, it's Hollywood No. Man. <laughs> no, keep it on the up. I mean, I'll tell <laughs> no. you when we'll go for drinks sometime. Yes. That, <laughs> yes, sounds, that good. sounds like a great idea. That's, yeah. that's like a fantastic idea. Not yeah. in the air. I mean, sure, there's all kinds of weird stuff that goes on. You know what I mean? But I've, I've been really lucky. I've had really wonderful experiences, actually, you know? 
Yeah. Justine, one of the things I really love from reading your bio is uh, one of your, I guess, I guess you could say it's one of your mottos that you put down here. I like pushing boundaries more than buttons. Yeah. (laughs) And that's... uh, that that's something that um, you know a lot of people I think don't really understand, and they uh, they kind of uh, they kind of think that what you have to do is you have to push buttons. Right. Can you expand on that a little bit? Like uh, give examples. Uh, well, pushing buttons is just kind of like manipulative. It's like what you do in relationships when you're trying to be crummy and like get a rise out of somebody. <laughs> and pushing boundaries is like let's expand our thought consciousness. Let's expand our horizons and, and what we're able to do as human beings, as artists, as storytellers. Uh, Dollar definitely pushes boundaries with his work. Uh, Johnny always does. I mean, you know, I, I, I think that um, boundary pushing is different. And I don't mean overstepping a personal boundary. I don't mean that in any regard. But, uh, yeah, pushing buttons? I mean, I just think you're just being a meanie, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> you could write a book And it's different that from concept. stirring the pot. Sorry, what? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, you go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say it's different from stirring the pot because that's a lot of fun too, right? you got to stir the pot sometimes. Yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. And I guess that... that what were you going to say, Tiffany? No, I was uh, just the way that you verbalized that because you're very well spoken, by the way. Um, they, the way you verbalized that and articulated that, you could write a book off of that concept. <laughs> oh, right on. Apparently, I'm thinking too small. I I was saying about Dollar today, I had another interview earlier, and I don't know how he crammed so much time into one day to be so prolific, and I'm kind of, like, going, I need to level up. Like, (laughs) this man writes novels, screenplays, music. Like, I mean, he he wrote the music for the film, along with Jeff Harriet, his longtime music buddy, and uh, how do you even do that? I mean, how do you guys spend your day? I'm like, I'll meditate for a bit, I'll go to the pool... Then I'll just kind of hang out. <laughs> then I'll maybe go to an audition. Like I don't, I don't cram a lot of. I'm not creating constantly. I do create. I shouldn't say I'm not, but right. to that level, that's a whole other thing. It's okay. mad impressive. Right so you're working with the one and only Littlefinger himself from Game of Thrones. In, oh yeah. In uh, that's right, Aiden Gillen in Project Blue Book. Yeah. Uh, tell us about your experience working on that set and your character. Oh, it was wonderful. I just have a little bit on there, and it was in the first episode in the pilot. But it was great because I'd auditioned twice for the show, and, you know, either you're a secretary or you're a wife. So I was nailing the secretary element of things, because it's like a period piece from the 50s, Mm -hmm. right? 50s, 60s. Right. And uh, so I got to read the script, the pilot script, and the first episode, and I was just so impressed with this writing, and the whole production value was glorious. And then to get to meet uh, Aidan Gillen was wonderful, and to work on this project... Uh, I mean, the reason I put it in my bio is just because it was a highlight. I mean, the the um, you know, I'm 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 just in the first episode. It's the second season, so maybe they need me back. We don't know. <laughs> yes, I mean, uh, but yeah, I was secretaries are very important. Blinders. Yeah, and secretaries are very important. So. I can imagine. They're very important. Yes. They get the stuff done. Yes, they get the yes. stuff done. Yep. So I imagine they'll be. And I love back. doing period pieces. That's really you know, it's always fun to get dressed up in an era that's not yours. Yes, yes, you gotta love the the costuming of, t- of period pieces. Those those are always fun. Absolutely. Yeah, you take your selfies and post them. It's a wonderful <laughs> show. The production yeah. value in this writing is just fantastic. It was a really pleasure to be a part of it. Oh, the the, as the brief premise. As it was. The premise is cool. I mean, d- d- does it make you believe in aliens and and and, and uh... I believe in all kinds of things, man. Yeah. We don't know anyone that thinks they know things. We don't know anything. I mean, we're born. We're flying around on this crazy rock. 
you know, how do you know what's right or wrong? How do you know if the religions are true? How do you know if there's aliens or not, or ghosts or not, or the afterlife or not? Anyone that's like, I know for sure? No, you don't. Come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) What do you know for sure? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, right on. So here's an interesting project I'm reading, Earth Lickers. Ooh, Earth <laughs> is my love child. That's your love child. Okay. Please tell us about this. Thank you. Earth Lickers is a very fun, literally a love child project that my friend Allison Araya and I conceived of. There's this wonderful filmmaking contest in British Columbia here uh, called Crazy Eights. And you pitch, basically like hundreds of people pitch their concepts and then six films get made each year. And so our strange kind of Barbarella-infused uh, mayhem got chosen. <laughs> it's a um, sci-fi comedy about alien love goddesses who come to Earth to raise the vibration the, the vibration of love because, you know, the planet's enwrapped in fear and it's just not going to fly. Okay, so I was thinking we made of a vibration of film. love. I was thinking of uh, some, like your little friend or something. Oh. Like, oh, like, like your little friend? <laughs> <laughs> like your little friend? Well, I guess it's it... long and prosper. Ah, uh, there we go. <laughs> yes. Uh, Earth Lickers is the most fun I've ever had creating something and writing something. We have developed it into a feature screenplay, which uh, we entered a contest a while back, the Canadian Film Fest Harold Greenberg Fund uh, screenplay competition, and we got put on the top ten. It's called the top ten it list of the best unproduced screenplays in Canada. So uh, wow. I kind of liken it to, a bit to the Canadian blacklist. You know, we, the blacklist obviously is the you know the go-to list down in your parts, but it's a bit like that. And so, an honor to have achieved that with our silly, fun, outrageous idea. And uh, a friend of mine is currently writing music for it uh, because it is a, it has a lot of music in it. It's music-based, and uh, the feature is different from the short, but it's the same concept of um, you know healing the earth with love vibrations nice. and good music. Mm-hmm. That sounds really cool. I can't wait to see it. So hopefully, uh, thanks. I can't be, wait to make it. You'll be, uh, <laughs> yeah. So you'll be posting about that on your social media when, uh, when everyone can check it out. When absolutely, yeah, when it's finished. Yeah, we can get the green light for that baby because the short film is already out in the world. We played festivals, and you know, it has a, it has a tiny little cult following, which I just believe in so, so dearly. Okay, so the short is already so. out. Got it. The short's already out. We played festivals. Yeah, that was back in 2015. Okay, yeah. right on. i got to make mm-hmm. sure you check that out. Very, it very cool. It don't take a while to make, you know. It's a journey. Yes. So we've interviewed many uh, of awesome towns from M Public Relations, from from Vancouver, cool. and um, I think it's amazing that Vancouver is the Hollywood of the North, and a lot of the actors are finding, you know, amazing uh, careers just staying in um, you know, Vancouver, do you feel uh, that that's the best scenario versus like Los Angeles or New York? Or do you feel that oh. staying in Vancouver is where it's at? I think Vancouver is totally where it's at right now. I mean, it's not for a lack of trying to get out. I moved away. I moved to Toronto. I've, I've spent time in L.A. It's um, for, I don't know what it's like in, you know, for Americans to come to Canada, but there's a whole visa issue and a whole it's a whole bunch of, you know, paperwork and things to try and expand out beyond being able right. to work in your own country. Right, because it's and a different so union, too, yeah. Yeah, and, and so it's certainly a goal to expand further, and this, I mean, these two opportunities have been just golden, and all we can do is kind of keep 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 on going and hoping that our work gets noticed and gets celebrated, uh, well, you know, beyond our little town here. But yeah, Vancouver's on fire right now. It Highly is. It's been great. 
I just got to work with Zoe Cassavetes on a really great pilot by Matt McConkey. Yes. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of happening here right now. But Hollywood's wonderful. I spend a lot of time in L.A., and I love it there. I've got a lot of friends, and it's a beautiful town. Right. Well, hey, um, because like you said, so many productions are happening in Vancouver. I mean, all the CW Network shows pretty much are, are in Vancouver. Yeah. So, yes, you're definitely in good company. Well, Justine, wow, it was amazing talking to you here on Below the Belt Show. Thank you. Um, where, can our, where can the fans find your social media and all that good stuff? Yeah, so you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JustWar, J-U-S-T-W-A-R-R, two R's. It's like my name, but truncated because my la- name is actually too long to fit on social media. <laughs> right uh, on. on the handles, it's true. So at Just War, both those things. Um, cool. Yeah, and yeah, I look forward to to hearing this broadcast live once again. Right on. Oh, I found you. I on checked Instagram. out your show. It sounds great. You, guys are doing you found Justine. Work. Nice. I found her. I added her. Nice. <laughs> Yay! So, so Justine, if you could uh, cut a little promo for us, let us know who you are. Do a little plug yeah. for Drag Across Con- Concrete, and let us know you're on Below the Belt show and whatever you want at the end. And whatever I want at the end. Yes. Oh my. Ooh. Okay. Just like a little, a little, little. Okay, cool. Tell me <laughs> when to go. Go ahead. Hey, this is Justine Warrington. I am on Below the Belt Show. You can find me in theaters and VOD March 22nd in America on Dragged Across Concrete, the new film by F. Craig Zoller. And um, I hope that world peace happens soon. <laughs> That's, that ends on a... She's you're a ending it girl. on a lofty, lofty goal. <laughs> A good said goal, anything I want. And that's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, you're awesome. Thanks so much for calling in. Thank you Thank so you much. Thank you, guys. That was a hoot. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. I'll look you up when I'm down south, yo. Yes, right. bye. We love you. <laughs> we night. love you. Thank Aww. you so much, darling. Right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.